Hope for today will guarantee the future that God has planned for you. All along, God intended for you to live a life of hope. This is your host, Carol McLeod. Welcome to Defiant Joy Radio. Welcome to Defiant Joy Radio. Carol would love to come speak in your area. Her messages of hope and joy have blessed so many. Contact us today at JustJoyMinistries.com or call toll-free 1-855-569-5433 to arrange an appearance at your next women's group or conference. Now, here's Carol with today's inspiring message. According to the Word of God, which is our final and absolute source of all truth, God has plans for your life. Let me read to you from Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. I don't know what you're going through today, but I can tell you this. God created you for hope. God created you to be a person in whose life resides hope the natural godly resource of hope. You were not created for hopelessness, nor were you created for despair, but you were created to be a hopeful person at your moment in history. This word hope is the Hebrew word tivka, and this is what it means. You're going to be surprised. Well, of course, it means hope, but it also means expectation or cord. That's right. I said cord. C-O-R-D. I thought we would pause for a moment in our study of Jeremiah 29 11 and look at some other places in the Old Testament where this same word is used, where this word tivka is used. The reason we need to study this is because when God thought about you, he planned for you to live a life of tivka or a life of hope. The first time we see it used in a significant manner in the Old Testament is in Ruth chapter 1 verse 12. Now, you know the story of Ruth and Naomi, how Naomi and her family left Bethlehem and went to the land of Moab during a famine. And while they were in Moab, Naomi's husband died and both of her sons died and left her only with two daughters-in-law. Well, Orpah, the one daughter-in-law, decided to stay in the land of Moab, and she was never heard from again. But there was another daughter-in-law by the name of Ruth, who refused to leave her mother-in-law. And we find the dialogue that happens between Naomi and Ruth as they're dealing with a sweet tension because Ruth is saying, I'm staying with you. And Naomi, who's filled with bitterness at this point, says, no, don't stay with me. Go to your family. Ruth chapter 1, verse 12. Return, my daughters, go, for I am too old to have a husband. If I said I have hope or Tivka, if I should even have a husband tonight and also bear sons, you know what Naomi is saying? Naomi is saying, girls, 
I, I got nothing. I have no husband, no sons, no eggs left. You know what is happening to Naomi here? Because she is hopeless, she refuses to be encouraged by the life of someone else. If you lack hope, it robs you of your reason to live another day. If you lack hope, you will refuse to be encouraged by those around you. If you lack hope, your voice is one of resounding discouragement and you discourage those around you from hoping as well. But my friend, you were not made for hopelessness. You were not made for discouragement. You were made for hope. Even when you don't see it in your circumstances, you were made for Tivka because Tivka, hope, is not birthed from circumstances. Hope is birthed from a relationship, from an intimacy with God. And let me remind you, you are here strategically planned by God because God needed a voice of hope at this moment in history and you got the job. Now, let me show you one more meaning of the word hope in the Old Testament. It's found in the book of Joshua. I'm going to tell you the story of Rahab. Some of you know the story, but it's a fascinating account. Joshua had just been named leader of the Israelites, and he had sent out two men to spy out Jericho. These two men who were sent out to investigate Jericho came to the home of a harlot one night, the home of Rahab, and they spent the night there. Now, the king of Jericho heard that two men from the camp of Joshua had come into the city. And so he sent men from the palace to Rahab's house, but she hid them and she protected Joshua's spies from the wrath of the king. Rahab told the men in the morning that she had heard how their God had given them the land. Rahab told these spies in the morning that she had heard how God had dried up the water of the Red Sea and how they had utterly destroyed many kingdoms. Rahab said respectfully to these two men, would you deal kindly with me? Would you deal kindly with my family? She knew that the people of Israel. She knew that the people under Joshua's watch were going to come in and take the city of Jericho. But she said, please remember me. Please be kind to my family when you come into the city. And as the men left that morning, she let them out on a rope through the window. The men gave her back the scarlet cord or the rope that she had put through the window. And they said to her, Rahab, hang this, hang this scarlet cord in your window. And when the attack begins, gather your entire family in your house. The men said, Rahab, as long as the scarlet cord is in your window, we guarantee that you will be safe. Now, what is the Hebrew word that we see here for scarlet cord or rope? Well, it's the word tivka. It's the same word that the prophet Jeremiah used for hope. Joshua chapter 2, verse 21. 
And Rahab said, according to your words, so be it. So she sent them away and they departed and she tied the scarlet cord, the tivka, the hope in the window. Now the Lord, as you know, gave Joshua the strategy of how to bring down the walls of Jericho. The Lord told Joshua, march around the city once a day for six days. And on the seventh day, march around the city seven times. After you've marched around seven times, have the people shout and have the priests blow the trumpets. It was at that moment when the people of God obeyed the strategy of God that the walls of Jericho fell down flat. Jericho imploded into the ground and the entire city was destroyed. This is what Joshua chapter 6 verse 25 tells us about Rahab and her family. However, Rahab the harlot and her father's household and all she had, Joshua spared. And she has lived in the midst of Israel to this day, for she hid the messengers whom Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. Why was Rahab and her family saved? Well, they were saved because of Tifka. They were saved because of the scarlet cord. They were saved because of hope. And it is hope that will save you when you find yourself in the middle of an explosive situation. You were made for hope. You were made to hang out the red cord of hope out of the window of your life because it is hope that will guarantee you the future that God has planned for you. Listen, we all have a choice. We can all live in a place of hope or in a place of hopelessness. One of my best friends is a pastor's wife by the name of Melissa. And through a tragedy of human error, about 10 years ago, she was blinded. She was a nurse working in a doctor's office when she was blinded. It was a tragic situation. And I was taking her home from Bible study a couple weeks ago. And, and she was sharing with me how someone had said to her, well, Melissa, how do you feel? How do you feel now that you know you're not going to be healed? And do you know what this amazing woman of God said to me? She said, I replied to this person, I don't know that and neither do you. She said, every day I wake up with hope in my heart. Every day I wake up and say, this could be the day. This could be the day that God heals me. Melissa was made for hope in spite of her blindness. You, my friend, have been made for hope. So hang it out of the window of your heart. Let the entire world see that you are a man or a woman of hope. God's plan for your life is that no matter what battle is happening around you, that you stay in that place of hope that Rahab stayed in and that my friend Melissa stays in. You know what I especially love about this story? I love it that Rahab was a harlot. She was a prostitute. She was a woman of the night. And yet God gave her hope for her future. Rahab was not defined by her past, but she allowed Tivka to determine her future.
My friends, you can have hope beyond regret. You can have a life beyond regret. Your past should never deny you of hope for today. Your past has no power to deny you of living well today and in the future. So hang hope out of the window of your heart. We're so glad you were able to join us today. The Just Joy staff would love to hear from you. Please call us at 1-855-569-5433. That's 1-855-JOY-LIFE. Or simply go online to justjoyministries.com. Learn about unwavering faith that defies your circumstances in her two-book offer, No More Ordinary and Refined for your gift of just $15 plus shipping. And remember, Carol is always available to speak in your area.